what's up y'all and learn we're back we are we are Still very black, black. hey I know some of is probably mad, some y'all. <laughs> listening and hating on low, probably mad, but we still black. So okay, know. okay. So yeah, we're at another episode of the Tinseltown Tea. We have an right. episode for y'all today. Mm-hmm. So starting with the usual, uh, would you rather? Yeah. And this one is more vacay because we're getting into the summer now. Yeah. And I know y'all going to be going out a little vacay. Y'all better because mm. y'all earned. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is gonna get y'all thinking about where I want to go. Okay. I mean, if we can even go to some of these places. So <laughs> rather take an mm-hmm. action-packed European vacation, which there's a lot of action you can do in Europe. Europe's mm. a very cool place. Nice. Or would you spend that same two weeks? So it's two weeks okay. in Europe doing action-packed shit, which you can do in Europe, or go to a Caribbean resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's but, a it's an easy one for me. Uh, shout out to uh, my Haitian sac passe. Um, I am going to a Caribbean resort. I when I think action packed, that really raises my anxiety. Um, I am like, what are we gonna be doing? I want to relax. Twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one were action packed enough for me. I am fine. I just want to be on the resort. I just want sexy, oiled up men, preferably with abs, bringing the pina coladas on on around the clock just to me. In fact, if they would like to funnel it into my mouth, I don't even have to hold it. Just open up my mouth and then they just pour it into my mouth. I'm sure there's a package available at some of these resorts that I that that yep. come all inclusive with that option. But yeah, I just want, I want a beautiful beach. I want beautiful resorts. I want flowy shawls with sexy bathing suits walking around. That's mm. what I want. I want relaxing, maybe a massage, more alcohol, all you can eat. Again, more alcohol in. I want my blood level to just, you know, like go against, be illegal at that point. But I'm just laying <laughs> down. Okay. <laughs> but I am not driving anything. I'm just okay. relaxing. So yeah, it's gonna be the Caribbean resort for me. Mm. Yes, ma'am. And that sounds like a motherfucking vibe. I'm mm-hmm. loving the whole oil down aspect of everything. Oh. <laughs> um, yes, feed me grapes. Yeah. Mm. Because cabanas. Yeah. Come on. Cabanas. So I usually love going places tropical because mm-hmm. I'm a tropical beach. I was raised right. in Florida, which is, you know, tropical place. Ma'am. I usually would say something Caribbean, but I'm actually mm-hmm. going to say Europe because okay. I went to Europe. Oh, nice. Um, last year <laughs> during the Panini. So right before the Panini got back. Okay. Europe. The Great day. timing. Oh my yeah, God. Perfect timing. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was perfect because I the day that I got there, Trump announced the Europe ban that oh. night. But I still stayed my whole time because I said, fuck this nigga. Y'all been letting me back in because I'm a motherfucking citizen, ho. Ah, ah. So he announced that travel ban. Yes. I got there. Um, another girl, she had uh, she had got all scared and left early. I said, okay. bitch, I'm still staying my whole time. And it was a good time. Like I Woo. was in London and nice. I, it, was, it was fun. I wish. Yeah. Wish I could go back. Nice. So, say Europe. Nice. Europe is a beautiful place. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why when I think of Europe, I just think of racism, but. <laughs> well, they inv- they're, they're very good at it. Yes, very good at it. Mm-hmm. Like, God damn it! There's so much beauty in Europe. Yes, in terms of the place. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna sit here and say you know European people are bad. No. No. But no. um, I recognize sure. the history, but you know the people. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just it just gives me racism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's just that in the back of my mind when I'm in Europe. Absolutely. But London was very diverse. Nice. Not saying that isn't racist, but it was a great which is really nice to see. Right. Um, and yeah, I think I can have some fun there. Nice. Um, I feel like people are going to be cool. Yeah. You know, for the most part. Yeah. It's you know, nothing I'm having experience here in this fucking country. So. Well, say that. Say yeah. that. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. going to pick Europe. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, because there's so many cool places you can go. You can go to Spain, you can go to Portugal, mm. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Go back to England. Well, Mm -hmm. Italy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Well done. All right. Well, hopefully, I um, got me excited. Like we're gonna go somewhere. No, I'm like I'm over here taking notes. I'm I'm over here here. on Priceline. Talk about oh, you're okay. Okay. (laughs) U S State Department. Like, what are the rules? Oh, is it open again? No. (laughs) My ass really over here. I'm talking like I'm really about to go somewhere. Right. And you know what? It's, you know, the good news is it feels like everything is getting back to some sort slowly. And I'm okay with slowly, but it seems like people are starting to feel a little bit more comfortable. They're lifting up restrictions in certain places. So you know what? Go on and plan that trip. Go ahead and plan that trip. You know, save the receipt because you know. But um, yeah. you know, that luckily they're still waving change fees a lot of these. these okay. Times, so they waving. Change change fees because they that third wave. They, they, they look it out when they look it out, like just in case. But either way, it's getting back to normal. Go ahead and um I, I say booking. In fact, shoot, after this podcast, I'm gonna be looking like where am I going to girl I'm here looking loud? Like, is Italy open? Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so these festivals, Afropunk, are we coming back online? What are we doing? Like, just let me know. Oh, child. Okay, so enough of that. Next, we're going into our next segment, which is Know Better, Do Better. And of course, as you guys already know, just a fun reminder, this is where we just kind of, you know, share some words of encouragement, give out some resources, just anything to help us um, do better. Because when you know better, you do better, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, one thing um, I'm going to, you know, I don't think it's like fucking breaking news or something like that, but um I I don't think I've told Corey so this is news to Corey um I will be doing a uh sketch writing class with UCB and so yeah so UCB is the United Citizens uh Brigade and it is uh improv uh troupe and they have different um theaters and you know uh places across the country I know they have in Chicago New York um mm-hmm. LA for sure um and there's also another improv uh one popular improv group there's many of them but uh you uh excuse me second city and that is also pretty popular and they have them in different um parts of the country mm-hmm. Chicago New York LA all of that and so they offer classes now you do have to pay for these classes and they usually offer like improv classes they offer um 
sketch writing classes. Some of them write, uh, do joke writing classes. So for me, I know I do best in an academic setting. And, you know, the drawback with that is like money. <laughs> There's also a uh, free mm-hmm. um, online classes. Another place I know master master class, you have to pay for that, but that's online. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do better in a, uh, uh, academic setting, like I do, because it has structure, it gives deadlines, boundaries. I just do very well with that. And so mm-hmm. I was slacking on my writing. I have been really slacking, but I said, okay, what's the best way for me to hold myself accountable and classes are for me one of the best ways now if you have something else remember there's meetup groups me and Corey uh wrote uh excuse me uh met through a meetup group that she created there are all sorts of different ways to network I see people on um clubhouse some of the rooms on there they have writing sessions where it's just like okay you get on the call and like in the morning or whatever time that they set it at this the whole thing is just to write right or even if you just want to network on there as a writer so yeah like honestly the no better do better is like do whatever you need to do to put instruction in place so that you can write if you're having a hard time holding yourself accountable like I am and one of those good ways are like you know checking out classes and rolling in classes that you are interested in so um I'm taking the sketch writing 101 um I did go to school to like write scripts but listen I'm I'm constantly learning <laughs> I will never ever think that I've you know arrived okay because child life <laughs> will humble you particularly in writing okay once they take that red pen child <laughs> to your script you'd be like okay thank you so much um yeah oh so yeah and sometimes it's it might not even be that bad it's just they're restructuring or it might not fit the tone mm-hmm. or whatever so yeah if you need um help with structuring yourself and being accountable uh to writing check out some classes that might help you give you some structure and there's all sorts of resources so we're going to share the uh ucb um you know courses that they have just a whole list just the link in the uh description and we're going to uh share the second city uh link um again you know master classes shonda rhymes did one i think Issa ray did one um yeah. you know spike lee you know all you know all sorts of folks have have done it um so yeah check them out get involved if you need some help with your writing because i know i do jab yes yep. always be improving there is you never gonna learn everything there is to know about writing anyway. Okay. You never gonna learn everything there is to know about anything. So Period. always Period. keep that in mind with life. So mm-hmm. always be improving. And I am so happy that you are taking this sketchbook class. Yes. That's gonna be fun because yes. Judith was She is hilarious. And I <laughs> cannot wait to see what she comes up with. Thanks, sis. And um, UCB, yeah, is pretty well-known in, mm-hmm. in LA. I mean, everyone knows UCB. Mm-hmm. Everyone in entertainment, I feel like, knows UCB. Yeah. Um, so, great advice all around. So, moving into our news segment, all these stories hey. are from who, of course, Shadow Happy, hey. Don't Act Grandy Ho. No. Um, we're talking about Black folks. Um, we're talking about brown folks and what they got going on in the industry. Mm-hmm. So right. first episode, is, or not first episode, first <laughs> story is a Black Lady Sketch Show is renewed for season three hey. at HBO. What? Well I done. Mean, happy, but, mm-hmm. You know, still very exciting to hear. It's currently in its second season right now. Um, and we saw the the people from the first season, the main core cast, Robin Beattie, Gabrielle Dennis, Ashley Nicole Black, 
But Quinta Brunson did not return um, for season two because of COVID and a uh, scheduling conflict, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. That was the one thing so I was funny. like, no! so funny. So funny. Yes. But um, they re- not replaced her, but just to make up for that, they added Lacey Mosley hey. and Sky Townsend. Hey, um, very talented ladies, and Sky has been grinding for a minute. I mean, she's Robert Townsend's daughter. Hey. Mm-hmm. I remember her from MySpace. Um, oh, go off! Showing our age, uh, y'all, little kids probably listening like, "What? <laughs> Am I what? <laughs> MySpace?" Okay, I remember Sky Townsend from MySpace. Come on. Um, so she's been she's been working it for a minute, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, should I read this? Uh, I guess I'll read this. This is a little statement <laughs> from the executive VP of HBO Comedy Programming. She said that Robin continues to break new ground in the world of sketch comedy. I know that's right. And hey. she delivered a hilariously sharp second season. And we're looking forward to seeing where Robin, Easter Ray, and the Black Lady Sketch Show team take us in season three. So Easter hey. Ray is... I think she's one of like the executive producers or whatever yep. she has been in some of the sketches she's not a main cast member but she is heavily involved yep. in the development of the show and um she's in some of the sketches hey. and hilarious Pretty so much. we are excited to see these gals take season three i mean we all know it's gonna happen truly nothing less still excited um yes. hopefully they didn't say anything about Quinta coming back yeah, but if you do, I know that Quinta, um, and I looked it up real quick, Quinta has a new show coming out on ABC that I believe she wrote and she's going to be in, and it's called uh, Abbott Elementary, and that shit looks funny. So, yeah, okay. shout so out she to ain't y'all. Got time, basically. She's yeah. <laughs> I love y'all girls, but I got my own show to do, and we love Come to on. see it. We love love. people do their own shit that comes Absolutely. from their own mind. We love that. So. Mm-hmm. I'll be watching that. Yes. Give me a little point of fix. Okay. Yes. All right. So next one, the so you guys, if you are black and you know your history in this country, mm-hmm. you know about the Tulsa massacre. Mm-hmm. Um. So it happened in 1921, and they are going to be doing a limited series mm-hmm. on it. Going to be from MTV Entertainment Studios. When I first saw that, I was like. What Um, weird, but <laughs> Angela Bassett and her husband Courtney B. Vance are part of it. Nice. Um, let's see how they're part of it. Okay, so it's through their joint production company, Bassett Vance Productions. Shoot that my name first. Come on. <laughs> Bassett Vance. Come on. And they decided to partner with MTV, which is a weird studio, in my opinion, to release something like this mm-hmm. um, to create this limited series mm-hmm. uh, with the news coming before the 100th hun- anniversary of the tragic event. Ooh. Nathan Allen, I know, 100 years. Wow. Nathan mm-hmm. Allen Davis is writing the series. Don't know if he's Black, but I hope he is. Yeah. Vance and Bassett will ex- executive produce well with... Done. Bassett Vance execs, Dwayne Johnson Cochran. Okay. And Lynette Ramirez. Okay. okay. MTV Entertainment Studios, Megan Hooper White, um, who is the executive vice president and head of original movies and limited series, and Amal Bagger, which is the vice 
president of Rimu Movies and Rimu Series will also produce All this, right. um, this series. So, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I should read that. That sounds important. The Tulsa community of Greenwood was also, so this is just a little blur about Tulsa and mm-hmm. what happened. So the Tulsa community of Greenwood was known as Black Wall Street for its number of Black business people thriving in its neighborhood. White Tulsa quite citizens bombed and ransacked Greenwood in retaliation against Black people's upward mobility because they was hating on the fact that Black people was thriving out here without their ass. And they shook as hell. Um, And then that's kind of what happened. Honestly, one of the biggest terrorist attacks on our nation, but, you know, tomato, tomato, they don't want to know the truth. Yeah. Apparently, people don't understand that white people can be terrorists, too. Mm, right, but right. I guess it only matters if it's uh, Middle Eastern people attacking mm. uh, us, then it's a terrorist. But what about a white person attacking a Black American? Right. Whatever. Or the That's Capitol. another podcast chat. You know, you know, stuff like that. You know. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Judith is very right. One of the biggest terrorist attacks ever <laughs> take place in this motherfucking country. Um... So, I mean, Angela and Courtney made their statements, but yes. just to talk about what the series is going to visit, the series will revisit mm-hmm. Black Pain and Tragedy ooh, that took Child. place on May 31st and June 1st in 1921. And it will also importantly introduce to many the stories of the extraordinary entrepreneurial people who built black wall street and all that this community accomplished wow so very um the idea of revisiting the pain yeah makes my skin crawl but also um hoping that it really focuses on uh revealing those stories of the people who built black wall street and honoring them so Mm -hmm. either way um Okay, yep. so they have a lot of information on it, which means that it's definitely happening. Right. So make sure that you look out for it. I don't know, just because MTV Entertainment Studios is working on it, if that means going to be on MTV, we don't know. We People don't know. Wait yes. More detail. Right, but, right. Um, yeah, it should be a very interesting limited series. And I know Angela and Courtney don't be playing, so. They always know the assignment. They always yeah. know. So they're gonna attack this mm-hmm. the way that it should be attacked. And I, if I trust anybody with that story, it is them. It's so, truly. I have nothing to say about how that's gonna turn out because I know it's gonna be impactful and intentional. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all American, the story that y'all niggas, the story. <laughs> I am just talking about episode stories. I'm very in my writing back to it. So the show that y'all niggas love to watch, y'all niggas love y'all some all American. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So yeah. they're having spin off. Hey, I see Ava DuVernay's name. Okay, so let's get into the weeds of why her name's up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so Ava du- DuVernay is doing a series called Naomi. So the all American mm. spin off and Ava DuVernay's series Naomi were ordered to series at the CW, which used to be UPN. Oh, RIP to UPN. Come on. Yeah. Dang, we showing some age. Okay. Oh, age. <laughs> about and UPN. I remember UPN. Child. Was like, yes. Okay. Come on. Come on. The network unveiling its fall schedule and its season programming on Tuesday. Sources tell Shadow and Axis that the CW has picked up two series 
for the 2021, 22, um, you know, season, mm-hmm. which is all American spinoff. Mm-hmm. It's called all American homecoming. And then oh. Adrian Renee's DC comic series, Naomi, and both joined the new 4,400 series for a total of three new scripted shows well, that the network will have in the upcoming season. Well, come on. Um, so all American homecoming, which I just found out that, Corey Hardrick, who is Tia Maori's husband. I have literally just seen today uh-huh. that he um, is going to be a part of this All American Homecoming. Oh, film. good for him. So I said, okay. Come she on. Did, she had posted about it, um, congratulating him. So nice. that's, you know, this serendipitous moment happening. Mm-hmm. But um, All American Homecoming is a young adult sports drama set against the backdrop of the HBCU experience. Welcome. Well, come on. I'm excited. <laughs> follows a young tennis hopeful from Beverly Hills and an elite baseball player from Chi-Town as they contend with the high stakes of college sports while also navigating the highs, lows, and sexiness of unsupervised early adulthood oh, at a historically CW. Black college. <laughs> That's gonna be lit, okay? Because yeah, I didn't go brand. to HBCU. Me either. The school oh. I went to was right next to FAMU, which is one of the right. most famous HBCUs. Okay. And over the hill, across the tracks, was FAMU, and I spent all my time at FAMU. Okay. They know how to get motherfucking down. Okay. <laughs> so this is gonna be exciting, and I'm happy to yeah. see a show about an HBCU on the CW now because back when it was UPN. They used to have all the black all shows. All the black shows. And the history of the UPN is actually that they wanted to wipe all the black shows. Which. Why all the black shows got canceled all of a sudden. Right. And they wanted to make the network more white and then mm-hmm. change it to CW. And then right. that's the history. I don't know why I know that. Oh, because I was watching something about all the black shows. And Child. They were like, who is this? Like, Mo- who is Moesha? Let's get this Buffy going on. What is this? <laughs> I'm like, Oh, uh, even though I love the Buffy because I'm a dark bitch and I love okay. the dark Buffy. So I used to stay yeah. watching that, see who the little monster was of the week. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I have to it. double check my history too because they might have been on at the same time. It might have been a transition, but they might have. But <sighs> either way, that's the history of UPN changing CW. Mm-hmm. When they changed to CW, they canceled all the black shows. They, so they really it's did. Nice to have something indicative of the black experience on the cw as it stands now so that sounds exciting that's dope okay i'm excited yeah, um yeah. so let's see i already told you that Corey hart is in it mm-hmm. it will also star jeffrey maya peyton alex smith kelly Jinretti, Vester powell netta walker and camille hyde and it is written and executive produced by the all-american showrunner nikechi okoro carol Okay, executive produced by Greg Berlanti, who is a vet in the industry. His name is literally on all the fucking shows. Truly. Um, Sarah Schasker. Schatter. <laughs> David. <laughs> why the fuck did that spell that way? But that's her name. <laughs> David Madden and Robbie Rogers. Yeah. And Michael Schultz directed the pilot spinoff episode. Mm-hmm. So the series Backdoor Pilot will air as an episode of All American in July. So okay. this is a little technical term. If you guys mm-hmm. don't know what a backdoor pilot is, it's basically so whenever a show is a spinoff of something, 
they'll have the pilot filmed, but they'll put it in the regular season of whatever right. the original show is. Um, and that's now that, that serves as a pilot. So they did that with the game. So if y'all know the yep. game was a spinoff of girlfriends, and the pilot of the game was actually a backdoor pilot that was put in. I think one of the last seasons of Girlfriends, they put okay. it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, that's what a backdoor pilot is. So yep. CW is known for doing backdoor pilot shit. That's like mm-hmm. So then Naomi, which is Ava DuVernay's DC comic show, follows a teen girl's journey from her small northwestern town to the heights of multiverse. When, I don't know why I did that accent. <laughs> supernatural event shakes her hometown to the core. Naomi sets out to uncover its origins and what she discovers will challenge everything we believe about our heroes. So the series will star Casey Walfall, Cranston Mm -hmm. Johnson, Alexander Wraith, Mary Charles Jones, Barry Watson, Muzam Makar, Daniel Poog, Camilla Moreno, Will Myers, and Aiden Jim. It's written and executive produced by Ava DuVernay and Jill Blankenship and executive produced by sarah brimmer and paul garns of array filmworks which is this company um and it's amanda marsalis was directed and co-executive produced the pilot episode and it's in association with warner bros tv so it's basically she said ava said my team is doing all the things all of them show All of them. We're doing all. Ava's like, what's the intern? The intern, your executive producer today. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Come on. Array is going, everybody from Array is working on on this show. Okay. Basically, that's what Ava said. Mm -hmm. And that's how you do it. You put your own team on. Period. Girl, yes. And you know, we know Ava can write down. Okay. So Mm -hmm. bring your tissue because we fit in the cry over Naomi and her superpowers and shit. (laughs) Touching your soul and shit. So. Wait, I knew that now. <laughs> oh, so these shows actually sound good. Now, yeah. I know y'all niggas love All American, and I'm not saying it's a bad show, but it's mm-hmm. just not my cup of tea. Like, I don't be hyped about it like the rest of y'all. Mm-hmm. I was watching it with one nigga, and he was like, This show's so fucking good. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. It's not bad. I'm That's not, not bad. saying it's a bad show. It's right. It's not my cup of tea. Like, I don't get excited about it. Like, right. Y'all. Yeah. But I am excited to see this spinoff because yes. it is set in a, at an HBCU. And I think that's why, because it's high school people. Yep. All American. I'm not interested in seeing. They're not even high school. These people are old as hell. They truly. They are. Watch stuff about high school children. Yeah. (laughs) They be getting on my nerves. They they be a whole fifty years old playing a twenty one year old. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Like one of them girls on All American is a full thirty one. Yeah, that sounds about right. Playing a seventeen. I said, girl, you must become better. That's all I know. Yeah, but that you know the melanin. That's how it. It don't. That black you know muffin crack, and that's that's. That's facts. Okay. <laughs> that is fast. On the period. Okay. <laughs> so next story is respect. I'll be at BCTA. That's what it means to me. Hey. So Jennifer Hudson is going to be Aretha Franklin in the Respect movie, which is a biopic, obviously, on the Queen of Soul. So Ooh. I don't know why, but two weeks ago I had watched Dream Girls again because I love Dream Girls. Yes. And that got me on Jennifer Hudson's page, just scrolling mm-hmm. away. And then that's when I saw, that's when I originally saw that she was going to be playing Aretha. 
And mm-hmm. Marlon Wayans is in the movie too. Wow. Oh, come so on. Stacked. I cannot wait to tell all this cast. Okay. So the first official full-length trailer has been released, and the official trailer drop comes after a teaser trailer for the film, which had been delayed due to obviously COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, the film is directed by Lysol Tommy and was written by Tracy Scott Wilson from the story by Callie Corey. And I believe. Hey, Callie Curry. Let me look at that. Mm. I have heard that name somewhere. Me too. Yes, so I believe she she's a white lady. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she is the white lady behind Nashville. Oh, okay. Tell me some Nashville. Okay. Here, okay. Thank you. That's they why could, I was like, they I, could sang down on some country song. I was like, you know what? Okay. Nashville. My little Florida ass. No, it was my good. little Southern ass. Love me some of that. Nashville was good. So that is why I committed that yes. name to memory because she brought Nashville to my life. Okay, so she can, yeah, she's in, she's allowed at the barbecue. It's yeah. fine. We'll yeah, allow her to yeah. be the mm-hmm. person behind the 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 writing. Mm-hmm. She did her motherfucking thing on Nashville. Nashville no, was good. Nashville. It surprised yeah. the shit out of me. I was like, wait yeah. a minute now. Girl, I got some of the songs on my phone and be listening to them. They were good. Yeah, I be listening to some songs, and I got to go watch that thing tonight. Okay. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> we love right, us Nashville, y'all. It was good, was, yes. It's good, it's mm-hmm. good. So, um, respects all-star cast, and this cast, mm. this is a stacked cast. I'm like, <gasps> and oh, now the cast right now is crazy. Oof. So includes Forrest Whitaker. My God. Arlen Wayans, obviously Love J-Hud playing, um, oh, Jennifer Hudson, J-Hud, mm-hmm. playing uh, Aretha. Oh, come on. Audra McDonald. Well. Mary. Mary, the Mary J. Block. Well, come on. Mark Marin, Titus Burgess. Casey come on, Titus. Low. I, <laughs> I love Titus. I love Titus. Haley Kilgore. Heather Heatley. Well, come on. That is my girl. I love Woo. her. Tate Donovan and Sky Dakota Turner. Yo. And uh, the T is that Jennifer Hudson was handpicked to to star as Aretha by Aretha herself. Now, you know. Before she passed away. I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, goddamn. So you know, Aretha, before she passed away, said, Jennifer Hudson's playing me, and that is it. Period. And you know what? Duh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, listen I'm, to yeah. the elders' decision-making, because my God, if anyone could carry that voice, and I think Cynthia Arrivo did her very well. They had, like, a genius uh, show. It's, like, a limited series, so. Mm-hmm. And it's, it, I think you could catch it on Hulu, but, like, she did Aretha, too, and she did a, her, she can sing down. So if anyone who can't sing down talk about they're gonna play Aretha Franklin, child, She'll come up out the grave. And we know Aretha will be shady too. Remember, she there was a famous yeah. quote she did talk about. What do you think about uh uh Taylor Swift and sing? She said gowns, beautiful gowns. I said, Well, there you have it. Don't ask her again. Girl, mama, if you ain't got something nice to say, then just say whatever you can say next. <laughs> Cause she was telling the truth. Taylor had some beautiful yeah. gowns. She, she still does. Um, but yeah, so. Um, it was written wow. in stars because Aretha herself said that Jennifer said Hudson is. wanted to play her. And honestly, Jennifer Hudson has, I can't see nobody touching Jennifer Hudson vocally right now. No. no. I mean, she has the gift of just a very strong, controlled, mm-hmm. powerful voice. I mean, she 
yeah she has a powerful ass voice that she yeah she can do i mean the range it's crazy yeah and to think she didn't even win that season of american idol girl yeah the whole story i think it was fantasia i could be wrong oh so she was on the same now i gotta look it up because now y'all know yeah is my team okay let's see her season who won when fantasia yeah Again, she can sing the house down too, Fantasia. She can, but she's probably mm-hmm. the same. I think better. No, yeah. I mean, I like uh, Jen- Jennifer Hudson's voice matches a re like it, I mean, it's just like they've been anointed by the same angel. Like it was just like, well, there yep. it is. You know, yeah. same tribe when it comes to the music. So Ooh, <laughs> wow. I can't wait. Excited. So make sure I watch the trailer on YouTube. And just if y'all want to know who is starring as what, Forrest Whitaker will be Reverend C.L. Franklin, mm-hmm. who is known as the man with the million dollar voice. Well, he was the pastor of the New Bethel Baptist Church mm-hmm. in Detroit, mm-hmm. uh, Michigan. And he was also mm-hmm. Aretha's father. So okay. Forrest Whitaker is playing her father. Um, and he was also her manager early in her career. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of interesting how um, interesting. there are a lot of female artists, their fathers, their manager early on. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so Marlon Wayans will be starring as Ted White, who oh, was wow. the first husband. Oh, yeah. Her first husband child. So we know that's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. So Audra McDonald will star as Barbara Franklin, who oh, is the mother. Come on, Broadway um, voice. <laughs> Come on. Saquon Singlo will star as Irma Franklin, which is her oldest sister mm-hmm. and then who's Kilborn? Haley Kilgore will star as Carolyn Franklin, her younger sister. Okay. Um and then this was apparently this was picked from a nationwide search. What um Sky Dakota Turner will be playing well, a young Aretha Franklin. And she was well congrats sis. yes congrats I don't know if that means that, you know, people voted, but I wanted to put my little vote in. Right. I want to have pick. I know she's probably, she's going to uh, just bring the house down. Oh, I know. Lash. Okay, come on. Star as come the on. famed recording artist, Dinah Washington. Well. And Heather Healy, my motherfucking girl. I love me some Heather. Unsung. Like, honestly, underrated. Like, yeah, she, she is so, girl, she is so underrated. And that's. Hmm sad part because she she's she has that bomb like I'm, I'm obsessed with her I yeah she's amazing she play clara ward who is the famed gospel artist and leader of the famous ward singers and titus hey. as reverend dr james cleveland who is known as the king of gospel okay and titus can sing so yeah <laughs> titus can do all the things honestly hasn't and cracking up and be merry. So, yeah. Yep. We are excited. So yeah. So Y'all check excited. out the Taylor and the teaser for that. Just look mm-hmm. at the YouTubes. Um, I think they have a um Instagram page for the show already because I'm pretty sure I was on there when I was doing my whole little uh going into the black hole of Jennifer Hudson. Not- <laughs> um, so go ahead and, and go get ready to go watch that. Y'all better fucking support because that cast mm. is sex. And I'm saying, like, Aretha literally picked her to play her. So, I mean, you know that this was anointed because you're giving exactly what the person who the movie is about wanted. Period. 
Because a lot of these times we don't be known who these people want to play them, but we know she wanted her to play this. So y'all better support. That's all I got to say. Come on, come on. And so honestly, last- just from the lineup, I'm so sorry. Just from the lineup, the Oscar, I, I swear to God, they, they, this should be, as, if if Jennifer don't, if Forrest Whitaker don't give you something, and Mar- Marlon, I know you're coming with the um drama acting chops, come with it. I know Mary J. Hey. Come on now. Somebody on this cast is going to give it to you now. So that's all I had to say, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. But yes, I mean, we know the Oscars be playing, so... <sighs> it's really tough to say if they're gonna be mm-hmm. sleeping or playing on this. <laughs> okay. We really don't know at this point, but mm. I know the shit gonna be good because Jennifer Hudson not only can she sing, she can act now. Yes, she can act now, and that's yes. that's just on Mary, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mary J. Blige. Period. Who was also in the movie? <laughs> hey, Dang, what a cast! I'm really thinking about seeing all those people together. That's lit. That's oh my god, that's gonna yeah. be good. I can't wait. Let me yes. let me get my ticket now because I'm actually gonna go yeah. to the movies. Okay, season. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be triple mask up, bitch. But I have to go right. to the movies to see that. I'm like, I hope y'all get ready by the time this comes to theaters. Y'all wiped everything down and we ready to go. They're open now here in LA. There's yeah. one by my house. This is wide open. I said, okay, I believe y'all. it. They look so happy to be in there working. I say, oh, they look, no, they look really happy to be in there working. I believe that. It's a very that. sweet moment for me to walk by. But anyways, I'm Aww. seeing that in the theaters. <laughs> okay. I got to. I can't. Oof. So good. <sighs> I can't. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. So last story. John Boyega. Hey. John Boy Bega. Okay. <laughs> Baby daddy. Hello. Jumbo Baby. Okay. It's starring in and producing Attack the Block 2. Oh, so he's fighting shit. aliens once again. Ooh. Um, this movie, Attack the Block 2, is coming from Studio Canal, Complete Fiction Pictures, Film 4, and Boyega's own Upper Room Productions. The Upper Room. Come on. Yeah, he would name his production company <laughs> that. You know what? That's great. <laughs> okay so he will reprise his role as moses and joe cornish who wrote the 21 2011 original film will write and direct the second film and will produce with boyega Mm -hmm. um so far nothing about the sequel's plot has been revealed well tight lip but uh yeah it's been a decade since i guess the first film okay so okay so that's gonna be Wow, one of those really long sequel situations. Okay. Um, but yeah, he is also working on the formula, which is co-starring Robert De Niro and well, come on. by Gerald McMurray. Boyega, Bobega is also working on the formula. <laughs> and it will focus on a formula racing prodigy who is forced to drive a get- getaway car for a criminal in order to save his family. Okay. So sometimes that sounds spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, um, husband's working and yes. can't be bothered at the moment. So he has yes. in development mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So basically that article is trying to tell y'all that he's working. <laughs> so don't play with him. Okay. And that's it. Period. That's it the news. Oh, some exciting stuff, y'all. This is so. everything was hella exciting. I have yeah. a lot of stuff to be watching coming up. Yes, and I'm That's ready. Awesome. Mm, mm, mm. All right, y'all. So with that, um, make sure you stay up on the news. But we'll be back with the main segment. 
Hey, hey, we are back with the main segment. We was over here kikiing about Nashville. Shout out to that show. <laughs> oh, it was good. If y'all get the chance, good. find it on these streaming devices. I don't know where. Take a take a take a gander. Hulu, that's where I watch it. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'm gonna find it. Um, yes. So no more digressing into the main segment. We're gonna give you some resources to take with you. Um, and we're gonna talk about um what contest judges are looking for in your script. Now, this comes mm -hmm. directly from an article from Screencraft. And usually it's uh, our guy, um, what is it? Ken Mickey, I almost forgot his name talking about Miyamoto. Guy. Miyamoto, he always be writing all of them. But this time, <laughs> <laughs> this time author V. Renee um, spoke with a filmmaker by the name of Kalon Hunt. If you're not familiar with Kalon, Kalon Hunt is the vice president of development and production at Viola Davis's Juvie Productions. And um, he's also a judge. And currently at the time, he was a judge uh, for one of the script competitions that uh, Screencraft hosts, because they do a lot of that. Um, and it was in there, they usually break up their competitions by genre. So the genre that he was called um, to be a judge on was true story and public domain. Okay. Mm. So these are scripts, uh, again, based on true stories or anything in the public domain, basically stuff that you can, you know, write stories on without the rights, because it's pretty much public, right? So um, in this article, uh, Renee V interviews Kalon and asks him pretty much what he's looking for for certain scripts. Now, just to preface it, it's in the context of true story and public domain and that specific thing. But he gives great advice in general from what a lot of, um, I believe, a lot of judges are looking for and some advice on what you need to do and what you may not need to do too. So this, is, this won't take too long. Um, I'm going to go through, paraphrase a lot of the article and so you guys kind of understand what he said from his expertise. So the first thing um, that uh, Renee asked him was, what is he looking for, right? And a lot of times, you know, we, we feel like we don't know what they're looking for, especially those who've been writing for competitions. You feel like you're getting close and you're coming mm -hmm. to the end, but you never get picked or you get picked for the semifinals, but never for the finals. So he said basically that he was looking for authenticity, originality, and heart. Even in something that has this public domain that's already a true story, they want to be able to feel the authenticity from the writer of how they write it, um, the originality, how they, you know, share that story with us, and heart. You know, earlier we were talking about the Aretha Franklin biopic, which is going to be a movie, but there are other projects that showed Aretha's life. And so each one has a different viewpoint and a different perspective. And so basically, I'm going to quote him. He says, um, when it comes to true stories in public domain, he likes, quote, uh, for writers to bring a light societal issue and how they, they affect real everyday, often unheard people, either through character study, theme, or combination of both. So not only being authentic, but you're choosing something that hasn't been written about before or that's highlighting something that can really that really affects a lot of people because especially when you're writing a lot of the stories like people need to feel your characters they need to relate to your characters yeah. and they need to if they don't see themselves see someone that they know in it so that they can be wrapped up in the story um you know so and also another thing that he says is that make sure your perspective 
is in it. You have to have a strong voice and a strong point of view. So that's one of the best ways to stand out, even if it's public domain or whatever type it is, like whatever type of script it is, is what I mean to say, we need it to be authentic, original, and from the heart. Usually you can tell when you're not enjoying writing something and like you're just writing it to like fit a genre, like you can tell when those people who have like really taken their time, really enjoy it, really appreciate it and have a passion for it. You can tell, you just write things differently when you are careful as opposed to careless. Mm. So that's one of the main things that they're looking for. The judges are looking for authenticity, originality and heart, making sure that you also have a strong voice no matter what story you're bringing to them. So the next thing that they um, talked about um, are common mistakes that you know, keep scripts from winning competitions. And one of the things that uh, Kalon, you know, said was that a lot of times people don't have other people review their stuff before it gets to them. So he said, like, it was very important to have peer review, right? People looking over your stuff, getting the feedback and making the time to make sure that you really have, okay, in this scene, am I conveying that thing? Why are they getting this? Let me look at this scene. Maybe I need to rework it. Maybe there's some structure there. Um, because in order to get those eyes on it, so it's not just you looking at it, you know, like it, it's helpful. And a lot of people sometimes feel, what's the word? Um, protective, protective of their work. So they are professional mm-hmm. script readers who give notes who you can pay. If you want, if you want someone to give their professional opinion, you can absolutely do that. And there's a whole bunch there. And I think in, um, a couple of episodes back, we highlighted a black woman who did that. So I'll try and um, find that and put that in um, the description as well. But if you want to hire a script reader, or if you, you know, if you're in a meetup group, I used to share all the time, um, you know, just make sure if you are protective of your work, make sure, you know, uh, if you're not copywriting that you're um, registering with the WGA so that you can protect your work, but don't be too precious with your work um, because you need other people to see it. And if you are precious with it, make sure you share it with people that you trust or if you want to pay someone, but make sure you get other eyes on it. Cause sometimes, you know, you know, you can go crazy. I know for me, it's like, I was working on stuff when I was um, back in school and I would look bat shit crazy eyes, just bloodshot, like cause looking at the screen and just going ham. And like, and then I had somebody else reading and be like, girl, you left out a full sentence because you was just so deep into it. You can, you can forget things sometimes. So it's always good to have a second set of eyes uh, to look over your stuff before the um competition and you'd be surprised mm-hmm. people be handing in a lot of stuff that's not looked over mm-hmm. and um yeah that will that will keep you from moving forward for sure um another point that was raised that i thought you know the author v renee actually did a great job is that of asking uh Kaylon is like what are the things that basically we need to remind, remind writers that we can't control, right? If we look at a lot of these competitions, sometimes there are some really great stories that are entered, but they're not picked, right? Sometimes, you know, you feel like you have a masterpiece and it only got to the semifinals and all of that. So they basically discussed how, like, basically, like, sometimes you cannot control how things are going to be perceived sometimes. So mm-hmm. basically what Kaylin says, like you can't control how other people read your material or how they may filter their opinion through their own preferences and experiences. The outcome doesn't always correlate to the quality of the writing or the talent of the writer, right? So I think that's important to point out because a lot of times 
we feel defeated when we've like, oh, we put all of this in it and you don't get the validation of, you know, a semifinal callback or the final callback or anything yeah. at all. You know, you it feels like, you know, damn, I must be an ancient writer. I don't have this. Sometimes they're coming from it like, oh no, this was a great, this was a great script. It's just right now we're into Westerns for some reason, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. you don't even fucking know, right? You just, you know, so I think it's good to like, take adopt that attitude like don't take it too too personally yes it's disappointing but sometimes you cannot you can't control how you know they filter your work so I think that was like really great advice and a reminder uh for all of us um also another reminder that they said um I think Caitlin made a good point that you know know the trends but don't chase them right like it's important just like anytime we are educating ourselves about the industry, about, you know, what's popping, you know, all that stuff. It's good to be on top of that, know what's in, what's being written. And, you know, mm-hmm. certain writers have different, you know, different um, techniques too, right? Like I heard somewhere, and I think you told me this, Corey, but Issa Rae does not, if she's writing like a high school drama, she's not watching a whole bunch of high school dramas, right? She, yes. she wants to make sure that her voice, she's not picking up on somebody else's voice, right? So, yeah. You know, um, the important thing that Kaylin said was like, it's a, it's more important to write about what you're passionate about instead of chasing the trends, right? So know them, educate them. But like, if you're going to really present your best work, it's usually based on something that you're really passionate about and that you really put the time into. So, you know, don't be a, you know, trend, trend chaser. But if you're passionate mm-hmm. about something, like you'll probably be the trendsetter. You know what I mean? I remember a time when, so now anime is so popular now and then uh, the the superhero like before comics was just this underground niche nerdy thing now it's like that's everything we see on the mm-hmm. motherfucking like blockbuster cool shit. Like, now okay so listen like you know make sure you're always you know writing your passions but you know staying on top of the trends but don't let them like dictate what you're writing just because always like go through your core and your passion um and lastly um like I said it was going to be brief uh one advice um you know that Kaylin said um just in general about you know you know the finals is like basically keep writing right and in the context of this question she was asking a lot of people who don't make it to the next thing and they're they're always submitting and all that stuff and he was just like you know what keep writing the more you write the better, you know, your muscle will be, the better you'll find your voice, you'll hone your voice, you know, don't stop writing just because you didn't make this competition or whatever, you know what I mean? We always mm. got to keep writing. And I know he was um, all up in my business. So that's why I went ahead and signed up for that UCB um, class. Cause you know, we, we need to get to writing and shout out to the consistent writers, hallelujah, you know, mm-hmm. love what y'all are doing, continue to do so, teach me your ways. Um, and yeah, so that's the one thing, like, you know, again, don't be discouraged. Like we're all continuing to build our craft and get better. The best way to do that is to keep writing. Um, just yep. a quick recap, you know, know what the trends are, but don't ch- chase them. If you're entering something, whatever you're writing, make sure that you're passionate about it, especially if you're entering it in a competition. Now, if you like one of these paid writers, honey, they give you checks, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll let you decide what you, you write on. Okay. Um, but, you know, make sure when you are representing yourself and you're putting your work out there that, you know, it really represents a passion. Also, like we can't control what a lot of people think you know what I mean it doesn't make you a bad writer and 
we need to keep that in mind a lot of times when the judges are reading it, um, making sure that you have second set of eyes to look over your stuff, give yourself, if you, you know, a lot of these deadlines, they give you the time. So it's like, make sure you build out maybe a week, two weeks, a month, maybe for some people, depending on your schedule to just have the peer review, get that feedback. Mm-hmm. So you can go back and forth on these scripts and make the decisions you need to make, honey. And yeah, make sure that, you know, it's authentic, original, and from the heart. Like that's, those are the things that really push through in a lot of these competitions. And so, yeah, keep writing, keep submitting. But you know what, even if you don't get acknowledged, even if you don't get all of this, like the beautiful thing that's happening in the industry is like people are making their shit happen and you don't need any validation. Quite frankly, you don't need a competition. Tyler Perry already showed us you don't even need continuity sometimes to make your shit happen. So be good week. Truly, truly do not. You know, you just need, but you do need that uh, gumption <laughs> and that determination, honey, to tell, shh, I'll yeah, tell you that. definitely got that. And <laughs> for that, has, has my respect. Has that, okay? So yeah, as long as you have that determination, don't give up. It don't matter if you're young, old, in between. It don't matter. If you want to write your story, write your story, make mm-hmm. it happen, produce your story, direct your story. If you want to be the set designer, child, do it yourself. Uh, don't wait for these people to give you any permission to do anything. And it's good hey. if you want to use that as a way to practice. And if you don't get validated, that doesn't mean that's or, or chosen. That doesn't mean you're not a good writer and that you should not keep writing. So that's on period with that. So yeah, we're going to um, have the link of the article there. Is there anything else like maybe, um, yeah, Corey, any advice that you have or um, some good points that he might've, um, you know, pointed out here um, in this article? What do you think? No, I think these people at ScreenCraft, <laughs> come on, be doing the goddamn be thing doing. because <laughs> yeah. And everything that you said was correct. I mean, these um these the people judging these are still judging it objectively like they're judging it from their perspective as much as they try to be objective they're judging it from their perspective so um just always remember that and like drew said these things are not the end all be all um it's very competitive because a lot of people submit to these things so just because you don't make it doesn't mean that it was bad just means that there's just a whole bunch of good people and Mm -hmm. like unfortunately everybody can't can't get you know chose for Mm -hmm. for these things so um it is good though to get like feedback like you were talking Mm -hmm. about that is super important like some of these um competitions or whatever Mm -hmm. um they do feedback like when you submit and stuff so it's it's good to get little feedback like that but yeah I mean however it goes you can enter these or you don't have to either way as long as you're making your own shit and you are happy and it's the shit that you're making okay. makes you happy then that is all that matters to me so big facts point, that is what we can hold on to is our happiness child. okay amen and that's on who Mary J. Blige come on <laughs> we're gonna be in respect okay, okay. August <laughs> <laughs> little plug little plug we so yeah. excited for that mm. Yeah, I'm still very excited, and it's literally all I'm gonna think about for until I see it. Just Honestly, until I actually see the damn movie, is all I'm gonna think about. Anyways, <laughs> thank you, Drew, for that amazing um, main segment. Very yes, informative, ma'am. and uh, shout out to Kimmy Emoto for not writing this. Okay, 
for taking a damn break and going on vacation, which is what I think my nigga did. Okay. Um, and if not, you need to writing all the yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you can't tell Perry your way through everything. So okay. we're glad that you're giving, Take a you know, you're, you're learning how to delegate. Which is Come important. on. Come on. <laughs> Delegation isn't important if you want to be a good leader. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we'll just go right into our last segment, which is our yes. no segment. And I'll start with mine, John mm. Boyega, a.k.a. John Bo Bega. Hey. He's a British Nigerian actor and producer. So oh, he first rose to prominence in um, <clears throat> Great Britain when he played Moses in Attack the Block, which was the first movie. So we, in the news, we talked about him working on Attack the Block 2, mm-hmm. also starred in the first one back in 2011. And that was his breakthrough role in um, his home country. But his international breakthrough came with his role as Finn in the Star Wars sequel trilogy film. So that's when I first saw him. First one coming out in 2015. And he was in The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. His Mm. other credits include the drama film Imperial Dreams, the historical drama film Detroit, the science fiction film Pacific Rim Uprising, Come he was also in four episodes of the TV series 24, Live Another Day, and received the BAFTA Rising Star Award in 2016 and was awarded the Trophée Chopard at the 2016 Cannes Film. Is, I don't know. I never knew it was Cannes or Cannes Film <laughs> Festival. Yes. And he was cited as one of the top 100 most influential Africans by New African Magazine in 2020. Mm. So, so he portrayed Leroy Logan in the third episode of Steve McQueen's anthology series, Small Acts, in 2020. Mm-hmm. With this performance, he won the Golden Globe Award for Whoa. Best Supporting Actor in Series, Miniseries, or Television Film. Hey, okay. And he won the Critics' Choice TV Award for Best Actor in Movie and Miniseries. Come so award-winning. Basically, yeah. Mm. He's more- what I'm trying to say is that he's award winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I said, BAFTA, he won mm. Canes or Cans, got mm-hmm. a Globe, got well, a Critics' Choice. He, well, it, it, yeah, basically he's award winning, and um, he's also very big on the Black Lives Matter movement. Which well, come on, mm-hmm. um, but he is one of the um celebrities that's actually extremely vocal about it. Yes, With a lot of celebrities be trying to be like hush hush they think it's not cute in their image to be super vocal but he has always been like extremely yep. about it as he should mm-hmm. um so yeah mm-hmm. and um yeah so he's an award-winning and he is fine mm-hmm. um a british african mm. and you will be seeing more of him basically is what I'm oh period point blank Warren speak for themselves so mm-hmm. yeah he's top tier John Boyega, a.k.a. John Bo Bega. <laughs> yes, yes. That is that is definitely a nigga you should know. He's so funny. <laughs> um, yes, so uh, my nigga that I think you should know is Sky Townsend. Yeah. Um, full name, Skylar Christian Sky Townsend. Um, she is an actress and a singer. And as mentioned before, she is the youngest daughter to actor, director, and comedian. And honestly, mm-hmm. legend, they really need to give him his flowers, Robert Townsend. He's done so yes. much, done so much for Black Hollywood. He's a legend, yeah. Facts. Um, but yeah, his daughter, Sky, is picking 
it up where he left off. Um, not only is she an actress, but she's also a singer. She released a EP back in 2012 called Vomit. It's online via digital download. Um, she also uh, had another album, which was in 2015 called Rocking Chair. So check out her work there, but you can also see her singing, using her singing shops. There was, cause she's on Black Lady Sketch Show. She's one of the new um, mm-hmm. cast members um, in lieu of Quinta Brunson going off and doing big things and scheduling mm-hmm. stuff. Um, Sky is hilarious. She definitely um uh showcased her singing chops in a uh, sketch which was hilarious where she played this singer who um started singing but also like started dying on stage or whatever and they oh. just thought she was singing or whatever <laughs> that she was funny check it out black lady sketch show um but she's been acting you know um she made her acting debut on bet's web series eight weeks eight days a week where she portrayed a character named jay taylor um the show ended after 10 episodes but you know it wasn't over for her she's guest starring mm-hmm. in the popular tv series lucifer as a uh azara i believe that's how you say her name a x a r a azara she has also been cast as lola in the feature film chase uh shot in 2018 um and of course recently she's on a black lady sketch show so even though right now this is a little bit short we're going to be seeing more from her. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised right now as we're watching Black Lady Sketch Show. She's about to be on another project. We fitting to see her in. Um, you know, it's nothing but up, up, up and away for Sky Townsend. And I'm excited for the work that she's about to do. She, I mean, the Black Lady Sketch Show team has done a really great job. Um, and shouts out to them again, as we mentioned, season three pickup. So I'm really excited to see um yeah, what she does next. And I know Hollywood is ready to give her her checks, okay? Because she is from, yeah. um, you know, royalty, Holly, Black Hollywood royalty. So yeah, yeah keep black, yeah. going. Congrats to Sky um, Towson. She is definitely a nigga you should know. Um, and yeah, that, I believe, brings us to the end of the show. My goodness. Hey. Yeah. flies, honey. Ooh, almost at our... Ooh, yeah, <laughs> like, I'm yes. at our 80th. Oh, that's wild. Look at us. Well, y'all can find us on all the things on social media, Tinseltown T. Um, you know, Corey doing a great job on Instagram, keeping y'all alert and up to date with all the mm-hmm. shit. Um, yeah, Tinseltown T on all the things, Facebook, Instagram. I think that's it. Maybe Twitter. No, yeah, know. a little bit of Twitter. Okay, so yeah, with, bit, <laughs> that's l- listen <laughs> bandwidth. Okay, we've got to preserve ourselves. <laughs> okay, um, and yeah, I'm excited for all the the news that we talked about. I'm excited for mm-hmm. everything coming up. Um, hit us up on all the socials. Tell us what you're working on, what y'all fitting to do, what you're excited about. We're gonna continue to give you more resources. We're yeah. gonna try and bring you some interviews. We're gonna yeah. get you more script reads, and we're gonna get you hey. more um, movie reviews. Those are probably my favorite, the movie reviews. But yeah. um, I love watching stuff. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love it so much. So yeah, but yeah, that's that's it for me. Anything from you, friend? Nope, that is pretty much it in a nutshell. Make sure you are catching up with us on the socials mm-hmm. and make sure y'all are just doing something like relax, but also yes. sure doing a little something 
and that you are just, you know, flexing your creative muscle because it's easy to get so caught up in like work and like life and all that stuff. So make sure that you're definitely still flexing your creative muscle and Mm -hmm. um, doing what you love. Like I said, as long as you make you happy, then I'm happy, child. That's that's all I want for y'all is peace, love, and happiness, child. Amen. Anyways, yeah. Um, follow us on socials since it sounds tea, like Judith said. And please watch all the stuff we was talking about throughout the show. Yes. That shit is exciting. The shit that Sport. I that I seat <laughs> exciting. So Oof. make sure we are supporting our own. Okay. Yes. That's all I have to say. Yep. And that's that. That's the end of the show. Bye. Bye, y'all.